You're... You are... Yeah. I'm Batman. The new king pen I got them. A few times in my life I've seen things. I'm gonna torture with voodoo. Been shot nine times. No, I don't want to have sex with Janice the Muppet. What are you talking about? You do. You know you do. <laughs> I actually She's just got the done. hottest Muppet. She well, I just got done watching the the great Muppet Caper, and um I had I had no memory of it. Um, so I think I've never seen it before, apparently, because while I was watching it, I'm like, I don't remember this movie. But anyway, uh, there is a part where she's like, and I said to her mom, like, if I want to move to like a beach and walk around naked, and I'm like, huh, maybe Janice the Muppet is say anyway. Um, yes. This is two bro geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And despite what you may have heard, we're not dead. Although Justin is in the process of dying because he's ill. Yay, flu. Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. We're going to. Yeah, it happens, I guess. Yeah, we're. We. Uh, November and December ended up being uh, not good times to podcast for us because of mismatching schedules and being busy and shit. And now we're back and. Um, Got a few things to talk about, but probably because Justin's sick and I've forgotten a lot of the stuff I've done over the past couple months. <laughs> we probably won't talk like a lot, but yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you. Nerd. Well, you are a nerd. Why don't you talk about what you did right before you got sick? Yeah, I went and saw the extended cut of Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring uh, at an Alamo Draft House. Next Monday, I'm doing twin uh, the two towers, not the mm -hmm. twin towers. That's no, that's a different thing. Uh, I I'm not doing Return of the King because they just don't have it on a day where I'm free. But yeah. it's an experience if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings. All right, well, there you go. I um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, have you been? um here's the other thing i know we've talked about it a little bit but since i just did this this morning have you uh been caught up on uh monarch legacy of monsters yeah um it's kind of a bullshit show uh really interesting like it's hard to explain because i think the acting is doing is really well done yeah um like, are, are you caught up to the last episode? Yeah, I watched the most recent one this morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just am not a fan of, like, <coughs> there's this big old loophole from the newest episode that made me kind of go, okay. And spoiler alert, if anyone who hasn't watched it yet. Yeah. Um, uh, where they go into Hollow Earth. But I guess time moves differently in Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't make sense at all because of the events of Kong versus Godzilla. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, well, yes. And also no, because um, Kurt Russell's character does say at one point that the sooner they find their way out, um, the, the easier it will be to. So I wonder, 
I mean, time moves differently, but I do wonder how they didn't really explain, I guess what I'm trying to say is they didn't really explain like how differently it moves, like how much time equals how many years. Cause the first time he went in, he was in for 20 years earth, time. but it was like maybe an hour. Real. I didn't catch that. I guess the way I, the way, <clears throat> the way I caught it was he tells the story of when they got there mm-hmm. and they wake up and it's like, well, everyone's dead except for him and two others. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden we got pulled right back out and it was 20 years. Oh, I guess that is what happened there. Huh? Yeah, you're right. That's huh. especially since you're right, because Godzilla versus Kong. They're they down in... there for like two hours. Yeah. Huh. And they come back and it's the same day. Overall, I've kind of liked it though. Like um... I feel like I feel like the monster aspect was overplayed in terms of like they're like there's gonna be a whole bunch of kaiju in it when really the real monster is monarch, I guess. Sure. And, and I was just like, well, they should have marketed this a little bit differently if that was the case. Yeah, it's definitely more about the humans that live in the monster world, which I think is interesting. Um, Especially since uh, the legendary uh, American Godzilla movies haven't had the best human character storylines. Yeah. Um, I do think Kentaro and Kate and May... And Kurt Russell, whose character I can't remember because he's just Kurt Russell. Leland? Uh, Leland, yes. Uh, Kurt, well, Kurt and Wyatt, I guess, both. Yeah. The, the Russells playing the same character, Leland. Um, I think they're all good, and I, I like them all. So it's Oh, kinda, yeah. And and um, I actually think in this most recent episode, when Kentaro finally gets to confront his dad face-to-face and tells his dad, you know, you... Kate is dead because Kentaro thinks Kate is dead and his dad is crying and he's just like this is all your fault like this never would have happened if you weren't such a sad secret keeping little man yeah I was like this is all pretty good stuff um and I think some of the monster stuff is good too I think probably they had to for budgetary reasons restrict how much they included the monsters it makes sense monsters do look good Godzilla looks good uh, that ice beast thing looked really good. Uh, yeah, the Ion Dragon. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I kind of like it. Like, it's not, and since it's been over a month since this came out and we haven't had a chance to talk, it's not Godzilla minus one by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Godzilla minus one was fucking amazing. Godzilla <laughs> minus one is the best movie of 2023. It's, I did not know what to expect out of that movie going in but what i definitely didn't expect what it ultimately was yeah it is it's batshit insane and just horrifying it's so it's so horrifying like it's a and it's about so much stuff too like all the best godzilla movies are about something you know what i mean like uh, the original godzilla is about japan healing from the fact that they are the only nation on earth that has been nuclear bombed and uh shin godzilla is kind of about climate change and government uh inefficiency 
And I thought Godzilla minus one was about post-traumatic stress. Very much so. Uh, Godzilla minus one was a little bit about COVID kind of where like um, when Godzilla is literally coming to Japan and the Japanese government is like, we're not going to tell anybody. We don't want them to panic. I'm like, that's just fucking COVID. Like, that's all that is. Like the government literally being like, we just don't want anybody to panic. Like, it's yeah. fine. Um, well, but like, yeah, like the even the even for the sh- the uh, for the main like human cast, like mm-hmm. that whole story with Kimiko, yes. uh, or Kochi, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> where it's like he caught like from the beginning of the film where he sh- could have shot Godzilla and didn't. And then mm-hmm. everyone's dead. Well, not only could have shot Godzilla and didn't, but literally coming back and being a kamikaze pilot who shamed didn't... and didn't die. Well, the, yeah, and that's the actually kind of the major thing that that's one of the other major things this movie is about is about toxic nationalism and toxic loyalty to your country, because a um and i think the everybody involved now including the country of japan now understands that like asking the kamikazes to do what they did and brainwashing them to do that was crazy yeah um and like uh what's his name again i want to say kentaro but i i have that on my mind because i'm keep it's not kentaro that's from godzilla minus one um the the main guy in you're not Godzilla my Kochi. Kochi. He um he did pretty much what any reasonable person would have done if someone was like, go just turn your plane into a bomb. Yeah. But then when he comes back, everybody around him is so brainwashed still by and by the end of the movie they all come around but he's his neighbor literally spits on him and is like my son wouldn't have died if you had actually gone off and done your kamikaze run yeah. like you shouldn't be back here you <coughs> should be dead meanwhile um they also show uh they show none of the devastation of the nuclear bomb where he yeah. is in 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 Tokyo is where all the firebombing took place, which if you look at actual history, all of the firebombing is worse than what happened with the nuclear bomb. Um, The United States picked Hiroshima and Nagasaki because they had destroyed every other worthwhile target already. (laughs) Like Hiroshima and Nagasaki weren't big targets compared to Tokyo, but they had already flatten Tokyo with firebombs. And she even has the part where she describes what it was like being in the firebombs where like her son was on fire. And I'm like, that's terrible. Like that's horrific. You want to have nightmares? People go read about the firebombings. They were really bad. (laughs) Not only that, but like seeing everyone just get crushed under Godzilla's feet. Oh, right. You're just watching it. You're like, Oh my God. Yeah. They actually literally show him or, Oh, you don't expect like, um, for when she gets like Godzilla power breathed away, and yeah, like, oh, she did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't. It's man, and for the budget of that movie, it costs something like fifteen million dollars. Like Hollywood needs to learn some lessons. The movie looks astoundingly good for what. Yeah, it, like that Godzilla. 
is one of the best looking special effects I've ever seen. It's so fucking good. And the movie cost $15 million to make. And it became the second biggest Godzilla film in the franchise. It like made money. Handle, like it came out in the reviews. Every, it wasn't supposed, it was only supposed to be out for like a week. And, and I now it's it, still going. And now it's still going because the movie made money hand over fist because it was so good. Hollywood, seriously, look at Godzilla. Like fucking the last Ant-Man movie cost what? Five times what that movie cost or something. And didn't look anywhere didn't look a quarter as good as godzilla minus one yeah like it's insane and it didn't make as much money <laughs> it lost money because you spent so much like smaller budgets seriously not only smaller budgets but just oh, better movies on, too <laughs> yeah better movies let's just i mean <clears throat> echo just came out a couple days ago oh, or a day yeah. and i have no interest unfortunately yeah, I don't either, but I haven't seen uh, <coughs> whatever she was in the first time around. Oh, Hawkeye. in Hawkeye? Yeah. I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Oh, he is really good. Do you love Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin? It's, uh, I love him as a lot of things, so he's yeah. really good. <laughs> so. um, in terms of other newer films in the last couple months, saw The Iron Claw. Oh, yeah, you told me about this movie. God, it's so heart-wrenching. It's about a wrestling family, right? It's about the Von Erich family, whose five of their six kids that were wrestlers, or five of the six kids died either by sickness, suicide, or accident. Oh, God, that sounds like a great fucking heartwarming movie. (laughs) It's it's insane. (laughs) Oh. Um, but it's really good. Like Zach Efron, everyone involved is really good in it. As Zach Efron kind of stole it. <clears throat> he grew up to be a great act. Like he, yeah. out, he, he grew up like everybody picked on him for so long because of those high school musical movies. He grew up to be really good. Yeah. He's funny, but he's also really good at the dramatic stuff. Yeah. And this movie is no exception. Like, yeah. Every bit of it is just so heart wrenching. You're just watching like the story of their of the family going through the wrestling promotions and trying to get big. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah, like I, it's so fucking sad. I haven't seen any movies in a while. Well, since Godzilla minus one, so I can't speak to Iron Claw. Um, I've been watching some TV stuff. Um, Porn. I'm always watching porn, but um, no, there was something else. Oh, you know what I'm curious about? Um, I'm going to wait till it's on streaming at this point, but every review I've seen of it has been like, you know what? Those trailers weren't as good as this movie actually is. I keep hearing Wonka is actually good. I keep hearing that too, but every review I've read has been like, you know, those trailers weren't very good. But this movie actually is pretty good. And I'm like, well, now I'm curious. I I don't know. I watched one scene online, mm. like on YouTube, mm-hmm. <coughs> where um, it's the Oompa Loompa song with Hugh Grant. Oh, sure. It's not good. Mm. <clears throat> like at all. Well, 
I'm still, I still might watch it once it's out on streaming, just out of curiosity. No, um, some of the, oh, hmm. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say some of the things I've been watching aren't like super geeky or anything, but they've all been pretty good. Like, um, Leanne and I are watching a show on Amazon right now called Sneaky Pete. Okay. Uh, there's three seasons of it, and uh, the main star is Giovanni Ribisi, who also is another one of those actors I really like anytime I watch him. And basically, he plays a con man who gets out of jail and assumes his old cellmate's identity. Yeah. He goes to live on a farm in New York with his old cellmate's uh, grandparents because he thinks he can con the grandparents out of a lot of money because Pete hadn't seen his grandparents since he was a child. And he uh, kind of had this notion that his grandparents were maybe rich. And so Marius, who's Giovanni Ribisi's character, goes to con them thinking maybe they're rich. And it turns into this whole thing where uh, he was in jail because he tried to rob a bank because he had robbed a gangster and he basically robbed a bank to get caught so that he wouldn't get killed by the gangster. Yeah. And as soon as he's out of jail, his brother gets... Uh, oh, and the gangster is Brian Cranston in the first season, by the way, who All right. delivered one of the best monologues I have seen in forever. Like, I'm watching it going, how in the fuck did this man memorize a monologue this long? It was pages and pages. He went on for maybe a good 10 minutes all by himself. Yeah. It was insane. I was like, this is so good. And so, um, and so that show ended up being really good. Um, Sneaky Pete, we're into the second season now. It's not a new show. It's it. Uh, I think the first season was 2016. So it's not new. We just were looking for something to watch and found it and it looked good. Um, what else have we been watching? Porn. Oh, yes. Um, this show definitely won't be for everyone. It's, it's such a, it's such an odd show, but I'm kind it's called the Gilded Age. It's on Max. Oh yeah. I, I'm familiar with this. Oh, you are familiar with the Gilded Age. Okay. I haven't watched it, but I know of it. It's just snooty rich people in the Gilded Age of New York City, which is the early 1820s, I want to say, 18-somethings. Anyway, it's – I say to Leanne all the time, these people have no pro- – they're all rich people. And like um, one of the main characters, she's new money, and another one of the main characters is old money, and they live across the street from each other. And all the new money woman cares about is stuff like, um, can I get this rich Duke to come to the opening of my, it's not something I thought I would have been interested in all. Like there's no reason I should like this show, but everyone in it is so good that I do like it. Like, um, yeah. Carrie Coon is one of the women. Um, um, oh, I'm having trouble thinking of the actress's name. Give me a second. I'm going to. Um, Carrie. Oh, um, Sydney Sweeney. Sweeney. No, no. Oh, I love Sydney Sweeney. Ooh. No, I'll tell you the cast. Um, here we go. Carrie Coon. Um, Christine. Christine Baranski. That's the lady. That's the old money. 
Then her sister is played by Cynthia Nixon, uh, who most people probably know from Sex and the City. Uh, Tysa Farmiga is in it. Um, uh, it's also got Nathan Lane in it. He's not like a super regular part, but he's in it. And anyway, it's it's not something I thought I'd be interested in it at all, but it's got such a good writing and good acting that I'm like, okay, I dig this. So that's one of the other things I've been watching. All right. Um, and then um, every once in a while, I still watch an episode of uh, the Naked Dating Show. <laughs> Which is such trash, but I can't stop watching it. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. <laughs> so bad, you don't understand. It's it's it never it's like three times maybe by the time they get to the post interview, the people have been like, "Yeah, we're gonna keep seeing each other." Like that date went really well. Otherwise, it's like, no, like that's terrible. We're not gonna see each other. Or oh, like. They're nice, but like, like it never ever works out. It's like, yeah, you picked somebody naked on a game show. Of course, it didn't work out. So bad. Oh. Um, I watched a really old movie that I actually thought was really interesting. Okay. It's called Night of the Hunter. It sounds it, familiar, but I guess it, I've never seen it. It's really good. It's from 1955. Okay. Um, black and white. Of um, course. Yeah. Grim as hell. Okay. Uh, basically, there's this guy going around pretending to be a preacher and kills people uh, to like hmm. swindle them out of their money and murder them. Um, oh, he gets okay. Yeah. He gets picked up for stealing a car and goes to prison. Mm. Um, then this other guy robs mm -hmm. a bank. Yeah, and shoots like three cops, and he hides his money at home with his kids. Mm -hmm. And he tells his son, "Don't whatever you do, do not tell them where the money is. It's like ten thousand dollars." Um, the guy gets okay. the guy gets taken away, and he's bunkmates with the preacher, uh, murderer. Yeah, and starts learning about all of this. He's trying to like pry the information so mm -hmm. he can get it out, but it never happens. Hmm. So he gets he get uh the father gets hanged. Um okay. And the preacher gets out of prison and he goes to the house and starts like befriending the wife and being like, Yeah, your husband and I, we were best friends, like in the in the clink and stuff, and told me about some money. And huh. like she's like, I don't know anything about the money. He's like trying to pry the information out of her and mm -hmm. the kids. To the point oh, Robert where, like, he... Mitchum. Okay, I'm looking at the cast. Yeah, Robert Mitchum. I like Robert Mitchum. He's good. Yeah, the whole movie is basically just him trying to get this info while the son is like trying to figure out the best way to get mm -hmm. him out of there. It's so grim. Yeah. It's weird that I would know who Robert Mitchum is, but like as soon as I saw his face and name, I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this guy and stuff. He's always pretty good. Yeah, it was playing at an Alamo Draft House. Mm -hmm. like for a one night and i was like oh this would be kind of fun and i walked out I'm like i'm sad now yeah oh oh you just reminded me by saying i'm sad now leanne and i did watch another show oh you want to talk about like grim leanne and i watched this show on peacock called dr death oh did you watch dr death i've i've watched bits and pieces but i haven't watched the whole thing 
Oh, fuck, dude. Dr. Death is two seasons. They're both about um, criminally terrible surgeons. And the first one uh, stars the guy that was Charlie in the Mighty Ducks. I can't remember his name, but I know he was Charlie. Oh, Ducks. Yeah. Um, As the bad doctor. And he's a spinal surgeon. Only he cripples and kills pretty much everybody he worked these are based on true stories by the way both of these we looked it up afterwards this guy uh had 32 surgeries in five years and two of them he did not cripple and or kill somebody so uh yeah and that season ends with the darkest it's just I'm going to spoil this for everybody. Just it's so feel bad at the end. It's him and he's in the prison, which is not the feel bad. Oh, you're frozen. Shit. Are you there? Damn it. Okay. Okay. I was going to say before our, uh, before one of us, probably me had a connection hiccup. I was going to say, I'm going to spoil the end of this because it's just so grim and feel bad is, but it's, it's the, the doctor and he's in the jail and it's just slowly zooming in on his face and there's writing over it. And it's like, it's the statistics about how many like horrible surgeons there are in the United States and how many people are injured by bad surgeries every year in the United States. And just the final thing it says over his face, this will happen again. And then it goes black. And I was like, Oh God. And of course we're watching this. Leanne is having surgery next week. (laughs) I'm staring at this going, Oh, this might not have been a good time to watch this show. She's not having spine surgery or anything, but it wasn't just about spinal surgeons. It was just in general about, it was just a statistic about how much surgery goes wrong in the United States because the surgeons are just bad. Yeah. Um, And then the second season was about this dude who, um, his name was Paolo Maccarini. And he supposedly invented this new kind of trachea replace, um, like for people that had need their trachea replaced. It was like he called it "quote unquote" a biosynthetic trachea, and his claim was that he could like three D print this trachea, and then put your own stem cells on it and put it in a person's body. And because it had the person's own stem cells on it, the body wouldn't reject it. Well, you can figure out how that went. Yeah. And this part, I'm not going to spoil. I want people, there is an episode uh, partway through about a real life person that had this surgery done to her named Yashim, Yashim Sintir. I think I'm pronouncing that right. She was from Turkey. It, I can't remember watching anything in recent years that made me more upset. Like if Leanne were here, she could tell you, I'm sitting there going, Oh, out loud, just going. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh my God. Just this person went through the most horrible thing I've seen in 
ever, maybe. And it, I'm just, I was like, I can't remember the last time I've watched anything that's made me this upset. Like, that's how bad it was. It's a great show. Don't get me wrong. But it was like, I can't remember ever being this upset watching a TV show ever. Yeah. Well, switching gears to lighter yeah. stuff. I want to get off that. But I wanted everybody, if they haven't checked out Dr. Death, if you want to have a bad time, watch Dr. Death. <laughs> um, I guess they just announced that Ahsoka's getting a season two. Mm-hmm. And Mandalorian's getting a movie. Yeah, the Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah, I'm Can't wait. totally down with that. I am so excited for that. Just want little Grogu all over the place. I want Grogu to start talking. I want to know if Yoda talks that way because that's how Yoda learned to talk, or if that's a species thing, and maybe Grogu will talk different. Yeah, or he's talk the just same say, rather. You he's know? just gonna say this is the way, and that's it. Mm -hmm. The way this is. Mm. Um, also, I guess they moved up the date for Godzilla X Kong to mid March. Can we talk about that movie for a minute? Yes, I, I want to talk about this. I saw maybe the best. Um, now I'm gonna get the periods wrong. Maybe I should bring up what the actual periods of the Godzilla films are, but somebody was comparing, um, Godzilla minus one and what the trailer for uh, Godzilla X Kong. Like Showa versus Hensai or something like that. Kind of like that. Yeah. Cause there was. Yeah. Whatever the first period of Godzilla was. Show was the first one. Yeah. So like original Godzilla, uh, Godzilla returns. Those are kind of like more serious movies. Yeah. And then you get into the second one, which is like high or whatever. And you get like Manila and yeah. all that weird. And they're like, it's kind of like legendary is just making high I'm pronouncing that wrong. I, I know I am. It's kind of like, to it's kind of like Toho is back to making Showa era movies and legendaries over here making Heisei era movies. I get, and yeah, I kind of like that there's both. But that being said, Godzilla X Kong looks really stupid. It's going to be stupid. Like I'm going like looks so stupid. So what's funny is people are arguing and are mad about the things that I don't care about. Of which course are, are Godzilla's pink. And I'm like, yeah, he's been trapped in ice. What do you expect? Like, mm -hmm. like what's the deal with that? Like, Whatever. I'm he's like, going to cool. be pink. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. No one cares. Um, Then, like, everyone's... My gripe is Scar King being the big bad guy. Mm, okay. Because I'm like, cool, it's another Godzilla monster. Wait, it's all monkeys? Mm-hmm. Um, which it's, it's it, kind of Kong, um, oriented. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, they're going to explore more of the mythos because they haven't really explored the Kong mythos a ton, right? Like they had Kong skull Island and there was a little bit in Godzilla versus Kong, but Maybe this is going to be exploring more of the Kong side of things. Because even I mean, Godzilla yeah. versus Kong was more of a Godzilla movie than it was a Kong movie. And and to be fair, like 
by t- Kong only had one movie where Godzilla mm-hmm. had two. Right. I don't, um, know. I don't know. But Scar King is just such an odd choice because it's just a orangutan with, I guess, a bone whip. Yeah, and um, <coughs> Godzilla looks like he's wearing like Bumblebee as a glove. <laughs> oh, Kong is? Or Kong, yeah. yeah, I said Godzilla. Yeah, Kong has like an infinity gauntlet. Kinda, yeah. It looks like an infinity gauntlet or like he's got a transformer on his hand. It feels <laughs> like this movie's geared, is, because it's legendary and stuff, mm-hmm. it's geared to a more small small kids mm-hmm. toy aspect oh man there's already the toys everywhere yep. and they're not like they're they're kid toys it's a yeah. no this is this is definitely one of i i think it's the most appropriate it's like a high area yeah era where it it's sense. just big monsters punching each other like i will say according to adam wingard there's like a there's like an uncut fight scene of just monsters fighting for about like 45 minutes with no humans dude you know what like the movie is going to be stupid but like i like That's all big, you want i like big monsters punching each other yeah like as long as they don't the see the problem with those types of movies is like they put the human story in there and it's yeah. never and it just takes away it's different from like godzilla the original gojira and like Godzilla minus one and Shin Godzilla movies like that, that have a really good human story that happens to have a monster in it. That's a great type of movie, but yes. a big, but if I want to go and watch big monsters punch each other, I don't give a fuck what the humans are doing. And like every minute I spend with the humans in that movie, I'm like, no, just have just, I want to see Godzilla blow atomic breath and Kong punch another monster in the face. And like, that's all I want out of this movie. Yeah. That's all. That's like, I don't want to see Millie Bobby Brown have some existential crisis about some weird shit. We just, my roommate and I just rewatched Kong versus Godzilla. Mm Mm-hmm. And we we finished it. We're like, I don't remember a damn thing in that movie already. <laughs> yep, don't care. Just don't the the human stuff in those movies. Do, well, I think the first one has an okay human story. Like it's not the best human story, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters and Godzilla versus Kong. No, I don't yeah. give a crap. <laughs> yeah, fuck that noise. <laughs> I just want to watch uh godzilla and king kong beat each other up and then team up for a few minutes to beat up mecha godzilla yeah i guess there's like oh in this new one there is an ice dragon um Ooh, i like the sound of that like it's like already it's like been confirmed it's called like shido or something like that Sweet. and part of me is like was like can we get more of like the original cast like i, I was like cool you want to introduce more new monsters but we got like you got a plethora of fun like old school ones, but I guess no one's an ice based one in the old schools. Space no, Godzilla is like your closest. Not. Yeah. And Space Godzilla, nah, you wouldn't be able to fit Space Godzilla in. That'd be a weird <coughs> one. Yeah. I mean, Space Godzilla was weird to begin with. So, yeah, but then that was the whole part of that new, uh, what is that era called? There's like Showa, Showa, Heisai, and uh, oh shit, let me look. They're named after like whoever the leader of the country is or something like Godzilla eras. Showa, Heisai, and Rewa. 
so yeah, the Raywa series right now is like, it's like they have like that. That was a whole space Godzilla, but then like the DNA of Godzilla gets thrown around in like four, like see so a Biolante. Wait, that doesn't sound right. Oh no, there's four. Excuse me. There's Shawa, Showa, Haisai. Then they call the third one the Millennium. Oh, it's the Millennium series. The okay. Millennium series has oh, the Millennium series has some not good ones. Godzilla two thousand, uh, Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla. Oh, those Tokyo. are fun ones, but they, they're like, fun, I would but say they're, they're not, fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Godzilla Tokyo SOS, uh, Godzilla Final Wars. Whew. Yeah, Final Wars. Um, and then the newer one is the Raiwa. That's the one that has uh, Shin Godzilla and Godzilla minus one. Okay. That's what they're calling this most recent. Hell yeah. And you know what's weird? Godzilla minus one, they have, uh, they're supposedly not going to stream it anywhere. And it has no current uh, Blu-ray release date. That That's normal. Yeah, um, I don't want it to be normal though. I want it now. <laughs> there was a le- there was a uh, I-, I got excited for a second, but then I realized it was a it was a fake one. And someone mm-hmm. was like, "Here's the steel book for when it comes out," and I'm like, "Oh!" And I, I did, saw, "Oh!" Yeah, I did see that they uh, there was like a a hoax about what the steel book is going to look like. Yeah. Speaking of physical media, uh, fuck Best Buy. Yep. Um, they pulled all of their physical media starting beginning this year um i don't like it at all same um especially since it's literally happened to me within this last week i have not been able to find something i wanted which one are you looking for not movies but i was thinking um because Leanne and I have just been doing a lot of stuff around the house. I just wanted to turn on something that I wasn't going to watch necessarily, but just some, so I wanted something I knew and I was thinking I was going to turn on Sherlock. So I Googled Sherlock and it said it was on Pluto TV, which Pluto is free. I have it. Everybody has it. It comes on smart TVs, or you can just download it to your, you know, anybody they can have get a 24-7 Godzilla channel. They do. Um, so I went on Pluto and it was it was in their on-demand section one day. Um, a couple days later, I went back, gone. Yeah. And it's the only way you can watch it. Buy the digital on Amazon, which I don't want. I don't want that. I luckily I have the first season or two of Sherlock on Blu-ray. There's only like three or four, but I don't have the last couple ones. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, that literally happened within the last week to me. Yeah, it's it's funny because like there's so many people I talk to that we we've had conversations at work of being like are you a physical media or digital I'm like physical all the way mm-hmm. like if i could i would just keep buying as much as i as i can and if i didn't have to pay bills yeah <clears throat> I, w- and- I had the same thought i was looking at amazon and i was like fuck i want to go on a movie buying spree so yep yeah. luckily i have a couple better places than uh best buy around here i can hit up that's good i mean i never went to best buy that much anyway i did but i went like, there a lot i know you did 
So, um, but I'm just worried, like they're the first, yep. you know, I'm worried that pretty soon other people are going to follow. Well, come on, Walmart, if you go into Walmart, you can still find steel books of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Their selection is so freaking bad, dude. I can't like, <laughs> I will so say because of Best Buy. Mm-hmm. not doing steel books or whatever mm-hmm. walmart actually picked it up and has some good. really good ones recently that i, I did grabbed s- like oh i was gonna say i did see in there recently that they had um a lot of new releases but like almost as soon as like they had oppenheimer they had barbie they had um that um they had the marvels they had uh that uh mocking something or other Hunger oh the games. new hugger games thing. yeah they they like had all that and then like a few days later not a few days later but a few, it was only there for like a few weeks and then people cleaned out the new release section yep and then That's it's what's gonna happen. just their old shitty dvds they've got left around of like the Fucking asylum horror movies and shit like that. That's how it's gonna go. Is like ever because of Best Buy just started this ripple effect. So now everyone's going wherever they can mm-hmm. to uh find like exclusive steelbooks and stuff. That 4K of Oppenheimer sold like gangbuster. Like I still it, need to get that. I do too. I don't have it, but like its first week on Amazon, it was gone after like a couple days, and they had to there was like a please wait while we restock message. Yeah. So at least that did well. Well physically. uh if we're talking about fuck it telling people to fuck off, you can tell that to Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah, he's all done with his uh stupid uh role that he's been doing in the mcu yeah he's got been dropped well that's what happens when you beat people up and are caught and get criminally found guilty of it so yep you know what <clears throat> not gonna miss him it's like, i'm curious where how marvel's gonna pivot from it i the only thing they should do like it's already set up it's right there in the story just recast the guy. It's not that. I hard. think that's the big. The, I think that's the main thing is. I think they're looking around of who to recast right sure. now. Sure. I don't think there. There was people who were like, well, now they'll just stop with Kang. No, I don't think they'll stop with Kang. Like they've set up an entire infinite un- multiverse of Kangs. They can just have a Kang now that is still a black dude, but doesn't look like Jonathan Majors. That my favorite like comedy like one someone said someone posted it's like it should be this guy and it's a robert downey jr's character from tropic thunder <laughs> that would be pretty funny yes except oh boy you could not get away with that character anymore yep. people would not get the point of that no that no that wouldn't be funny but it but here's the thing the way the MCU has been doing lately, like I'm wondering what kind of good actors they would even like have want to do it because they just keep picking everyone up. Um, as soon as they get big, like, um, I know, uh, Mia Goth is in the blade movie. Mm, yeah. After her success with, uh, 
X, X and Pearl. And Pearl. Hmm. Maxine's coming out this year, right? It's supposed to. I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, yeah, I think it's later though. So don't worry. We have Madam Web to look forward to. Oh god, that movie looks so bad and generic. But Sydney Sweeney. I know. Did you watch that movie on Amazon? I told you. Which one Warriors? was it? No, I still haven't watched that yet. Oh, you should. It's good. Number one, uh, Sydney Sweeney's naked in it. But beyond that, it's it's just it's a good movie. Like I didn't expect. It's it's kind of like a. It's a. I guess the only way to describe it is like an erotic thriller. Like, Hell yeah. Um, but it's not even. It's a. It's also just like a really good thriller. Like basically, the main plot is uh, Sydney Sweeney and her boyfriend. They live in this apartment. And he's kind of like a struggling kind of, oh, I haven't seen it in a bit. Is he a musician? Anyway, I can't remember. He's struggling a little bit and she's kind of a little bit bored with their relationship. And they realize one day that some new people move into the apartment across the, the way from them and they can see into their apartment because these people don't have any blinds. And uh, the dude over there, and the woman over there are both really hot and they can see them having sex. But then also like he's a, the, the hot dude across the way is a photographer. So like she can see him like having sex with the models he has over at the apartment. But then hot. like, there's, but then there's like a murder over there or she thinks it's a little bit like sexy it's, rear window. Almost, I was going to say, actually, probably, now that sounds I, a lot like sexy rear window. It's a little bit like sexy rear window, except then at the end, there's like another level to it where something else happens that I don't want to give away where you're like, Oh, and then after that, there's another thing that happens that I, there's like a double twist in the movie. There's like two different twists in the movie. It's pretty good. Like, it's not the, I mean, I'm recommending it. It's not like, oh my God, one of the best movies ever, but it's good. It's worth watching. Right. All right. Plus Sydney Sweeney's boobs. Yes. That's always, (laughs) that's usually a good. We are lovable scumbags. We are. That's what we are. Lovable scumbags. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick, just since, um, we literally had an exchange about this because, uh, oh, yeah. January 1st, uh, Steamboat Willie became public domain and like everyone January, got on that so fast January. What was it like December 30th or December 31st? You sent me a message or I sent you a message, one or the other, where we were like, how long until somebody turns this into yes. a bad horror movie? January 2nd, they announce Mickey's Mousetrap. Yes. <laughs> and I was not- like, God damn it. Not even a whole day. <laughs> so they obviously made that movie last year. and were just- Right. They like they knew oh. it was coming out. <clears throat> like when the the patent was over. What yeah. what I find hilarious is <clears throat> there's a there's at least two Mickey Mouse horror movies that are going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. One I'm not 100 percent sure because it seems possible that's just a fan thing. No, there's a video game coming out, and there's a video game mm-hmm. where like Mickey Mouse is like an evil rat king. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but like all the it's really funny because there's a whole bunch of um like clothing uh clothing places that have done like oh, specialty yeah. like steamboat willie and mickey mouse and i'm like 
I'm like your biggest cash cow, and you just let it slide, Disney. They have to. It's the law. They just uh, they have to. They still have the rights to the more modern versions of Mickey Mouse, but not that Steamboat Willie one. All right. Um, but by law, they have to. I think. Um, and actually, uh, it should have been shorter. The law got changed. 20 or 30 it, years ago it got changed twice because yeah. they were supposed to it was supposed to do like something in the 90s mm-hmm. but it wasn't the 2000s and people blamed disney i learned this recently people like blamed disney really hard but apparently disney actually had very little to do with it it was some yeah companies that actually got that law changed um <clears throat> i'm just waiting for we're in the period and i'm sure it happens because nothing is not a lot has become public domain in our lifetime. We're kind of at the beginning. Uh, like there was public domain stuff before we were born, like fairy tales and stuff like that. But all that stuff was made before there was such a thing as a copyright law. Yeah. You know, um, and I guess like by the time we were born, I think that was before the law had been changed. So there was a lot of like Wizard of Oz and Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that that was already public domain. But we're only at the part now where stuff we really know and love is going to start becoming public domain. Like Winnie the Pooh and Mickey the Mouse. Mickey Mouse are just like kind of the first. I'm waiting to get past the part where people are just doing cheap cash grabs and getting to the part where somebody actually put a lot of time and effort and creativity and love into these things. Like somebody is going to make an actually really good steamboat Willie something, but it's not the guy that made it made a bad horror movie last year for $10 because he knew Mickey mouse was becoming public domain. Like we're, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the bad part right now. Yeah. I can't wait till Goofy becomes public domain so I can make a horror movie out of that that's just called a yuck. It won't be very long. What was Goofy's first? Hold on. Now I'm going to look. It Goofy won't... was like two was like maybe 5 months after Mickey? Yeah, Goofy. Goofy. Let's see. Goofy's first appearance as Dippy Dog was in Mickey's Review 19 19- 32 and then he became goofy for the first time in 1934 so what year was steamboat willie 1928 so 28 29 30 31 30, four years will be goofy oh i just gotta start making that now yep dippy dog will be four years from yeah now. dippy dog and then two years, and so that means six years until you can call him Goofy. You can't call him yeah. Goofy. You can make Dippy Dog stuff in four years who looks a little bit like Goofy, but then in six years, you can make something actually out of Goofy. Well, it's going to be called a yuck, and then that way yuck? I get around it. Yuck? Oh, no, it'll... That, that, was, <laughs> that sounds almost like the porn version. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, canonically... There is proof in the Disney universe that Goofy has had sex because he has yeah. a son. <laughs> that is very true. And also his wife cheated on him for that son. Really? What makes you there's say that? Whole, uh, there's an episode. I, I don't know how true it is. It was like a funny thing I saw where it's like an old Goofy cartoon where the, ma- where the milkman shows up and <laughs> Goofy like takes the milk from him and the, and the guy leaves, but he turns around and kisses Goofy. 
Goofy. And we're like, <gasps> Milkman. Okay. Milkman kisses Goofy. Yeah. So was the Milkman Is gay? that Max's dad? Or is the Milkman gay? Well, is Goofy, I forget, is Goofy dressed like in like a certain outfit? He's like, wearing a white shirt and an apron and he's doing chores for his wife it looks like but there's another kid in this this looks like it's not it's not max it's another kid yeah this looks like maybe it was one of the shorts um before they established the max being goofy yeah it definitely is okay yeah this one's pretty old it looks like it looks like uh maybe Walt Disney Goofy Father's Day Off, it's called. And it is... The milkman gives him a little bit more. From, apparently, this is from, I'm trying to find the year, 1953. One day, Goofy and his son, Goofy Jr., called George in this short, are staying at home while Mrs. Goofy is going somewhere. Goofy is confident that he can clean the house while she's away. Oh, so yeah, I guess it does imply that the milkman thinks he's kissing Mrs. Goofy. This is weird. Huh. Weird. Okay, well, that's something I learned today. Goofy got kissed by the milkman. And Goofy's wife was cheating on him with the milkman. Yep, that's where George came from. Wow, okay. The more you know. The more you know. The Disney universe. Anyway, now we're just tangenting, so I think maybe we should uh, wrap up now. Alrighty. Yeah. And I'm sure you... by the time we record next time, we'll have more things. I hope so. We gotta get back to doing this more regularly now. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, trying to think. Well, the last episode of. See, the thing is, we're. Yeah, the thing is, we're not quite back to being caught up from uh, the strikes last year. Yeah. Because obviously, it's going to take some time for that stuff to get completed. There is a lot of good stuff to look forward to this year. I mean, The Penguin comes out sometime this year on Max. Adam Webb keep bringing that up like one of us is actually going to watch it um i think welcome to dairy is actually going to come out this welcome year. to dairy is like august this it's going to be pretty late this year yeah but i think it is supposed <coughs> to come out this year um deadpool 3 is this year inside out 2 is this year inside out 2 looks good um but i, I have a the- list of like all the movies yeah let's see if i can find it Oh yeah, there's a ton of stuff this year, but we're not yeah. quite back to even TV being because I actually I'm not even up to date on Rick and Morty. The um I'm behind on that. Oh man, the last episode is so good. The website, I um the the port of Tortuga I tech I typically visit has been um closed lately. That's all I'll say. It's, every time I go to it, it, there's like a message of like experiencing too much of a volume of users right now yeah. or something like that. So I got to find some other way or just wait until it finally comes out on max to 
get caught up on Rick and Morty. Cause I've been, I've tried more than once lately to get caught up on Rick and Morty. And like I said, I'll go and it'll be like, Nope, not today, Bob. Not today. So yeah, we'll get there. We'll get it. Okay. Later everyone. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh,